You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. It's Brandon Chase and myself in Banyan 1 on 25th Street in Ogden, Utah today. And we're talking about proper layering for skiing. Proper what? Layering. Layering. Proper apparel. Proper apparel. How to dress for skiing. Yep. Okay. Uh, Greg, what are you wearing? What are you wearing, Greg? (laughs) What am I wearing? (laughs) Well. Skiing. So, so story time for a second when i was in high school i skied a ton up at snow basin uh 60 to 80 days a a winter probably and i always wore the same two outfits two layers uh, um depending on the weather so if it was a slightly warmer day and a sunny day i wore a base layer uh, just like a, a merino wool type base layer over that i wore a marmot dry climb wind shirt, which is a pretty lightweight shirt, but added some warmth. And then a, it was a black moonstone hard shell. And that was great for the slightly warmer days where the temperatures would be like 20 degrees or above. On the days that were 20 degrees and below, I would wear the same base layer or a similar type base layer. And I had a wind, it wasn't wind stopper, it was, it was Bipolar Tech is a Wind Pro fleece jacket um, that was like it's probably the equivalent of like a 200 weight fleece for warmth, maybe slightly warmer, but it's still pretty lightweight. And uh, and then that same Moonstone shell, and that was good for pretty much everything at Snow Basin. Now, some things to take into consideration: there are gondolas at Snow Basin. I was pretty much always riding the gondola, except when um, the snow was good at John Paul and then I was riding the lift but um, that lift ride goes pretty quickly and I would get a little chilled by the top but then I'd warm up on the ski down and so uh, riding lifts if I was riding lifts all day and I was out in the open like at Powder Mountain or something then maybe I would want one additional layer just for a little bit extra warmth but for snow basin where we're riding gondolas those layers were perfect for me and i didn't ever need anything more so pre-gondola life um let me tell you what not to do so in high school it was for me was i had no idea that there was tech gear out there and so what i had was like thermals like your old school they're probably a cotton blend of some kind polyester blend thermal that's your that's your base layer uh but really that was just the they're called long johns or whatever you put on and then you put that top 
shirt on it's long sleeve and then you got to put on um, like a t-shirt over that and then you got to put on like a, a fleece or a hoodie over that yeah and then you got to put on your ski jacket which is probably has a, a shell and a, and a liner <laughs> You're right zipped onto it right like it's like a two-in-one or a three-in-one depending on which uh boogaboo you went with the, <laughs> right um columbia jacket you were wearing that yeah. season so and uh it, and you know three pairs of cotton socks um <laughs> i would often wear and this is this is when you get gets a little tricky i would wear long john bottoms but then i would wear swim trunks because my butt would always get cold sitting on the lift so i th- in my head i thought swim trunks <laughs> would help <laughs> and then and then ski pants you know so yeah i know i had plenty of friends that wore sweats yeah. you know is there you know and so oh man do you if that's what you got then that's what you got and just get out there and ski but man there's much more minimal Be- better ways and better ways it. to dress than than i remember dressing in junior high uh, in high school until you know you're introduced into a, a job and you can and you can buy some some stuff that that is a, a tech gear but you know that's that, that's what you have i have cousins that come from back east and they come hang out with us and that's essentially what they wear you know because they are never going to use tech pieces necessarily i have one cousin who is into it and he hikes and stuff and so he has more but so, but most of them are very they're not they love the outdoors but they're not outdoors they don't live in a place where they can go outside every day and do stuff all the time and so they'll come out here and it's just like okay where's my hoodie and where's my big freaking huge winter jacket and you know it's it's a lot of it's a lot of weight right it's a lot of bulk and you don't necessarily have to dress like that these days to the opposite end of that and we were just talking about this before we started I'm blown away at how many people I see at Snow Basin. Usually older, older people, but and maybe that's why because they're they are getting old, little older and they chill easier. But in um, down jackets, like down parkas, I'm like uh, that. It just looked to me is super warm, super warm, too warm. Yeah, yeah. So my setup this year that I've gone to because every year you you adjust a little bit. I have a and it's an OR gridded fleece. Probably doesn't matter the brand, but that's the brand. So any gridded fleece base layer, uh, it's the kind that has this little zip collar at the top. Um, yeah. And then and it's got the thumb holes over yep. your sleeve, and I just and I paired down to a. It's Chase. Do you know if that cool vest is insulated with Primaloft or down? It's, I, it's I, down. I want to say it's down. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sta- lightly insulated, down insulated vest from Cool. And then my heart shell, and that's it. And I love that combo. That's a sweet combo. It's it's not a lot, mm-hmm. but it, but it, it at least it's basin. And but I was roasting. I was in a snowstorm out on the lifts with my kids, and I was freaking roasting. Yeah. But I I did something that I don't normally do because it was puking snow, and I took a uh, I, I like the buffs, and I put it up over my head. And I noticed, because I see people do that all the time, and I thought, well, it'll probably keep the snow out, and it's like a snowstorm. And I put it, like, where it goes over your neck, up over your head, and then you put the helmet on, ski mm-hmm. helmet on. That thing was drenched in sweat. Really? It was too much. Yeah. I was that's, dying. That's what I do. That's Is that what, what you do? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. But. Anyway, that's my... And then just the, 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 the downstairs is... Uh, I don't even wear, like like underwear i wear like a uh, a long underwear which is it's i right. have an under armor but it's a 
I've had it for years and it's still a really good piece but uh, and that's it and then and then my shell pants and, and do you just wear your your sportiva shell pants <coughs> or do you wear it? no it's a it's an insulated mm. okay. I will wear the sportiva ones on warm days uh, I'm in the market for a new pair of, of pants and I was looking at the upslopes and the sharp edges or something from Rab, um, definitely in the market for a new pair. Those Lost Sports are finally the crotch is starting to go, and I, okay. I'm gonna have to. I love those pants. The you've fit, had them. You've had them for a long time. I have, and they've seen a lot of days out there, and and that's that sucks that they're. So, I hate it when good stuff wears down because yeah, I'm sort of married to them right now. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. Right on. I when it comes to resort skiing, I have like a pretty. Uh, I just changed it a little bit this year, but. Um, up top, I wear. I've been wearing a Nerona um, merino wool base layer. It's like a, I want to say a 200 weight, a little bit thicker. Um, and then I'll wear a Rab Alpha Direct, and then a shell. So it's like a pretty warm system. Yeah. And that's like great for my under, you know, under 20 degree days. Um, Ryan, you I can, can wear that Alpha Direct and not like overheat. Yeah, it, it gets that really it gets that, really warm, but it breathes that really thing breathes well. So well. Huh. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I can even wear that. I'll take off a base layer and just wear that, mm-hmm. and like a short sleeve shirt that, and my like a, just a shell, an Arcteryx shell, um, when it gets a little bit warmer. Um, but then I also have a icebreaker 150 weight. 160 weight. Do you know what their breakdown is? It's like 220, right? And then it goes down to. There's a hundred weight. Yeah, there's like a. I forget. I think 100 it's a hundred weight. Fifty weight or something. I've got a hundred weight, and I wear that a lot as well. Um, the Nerona one is for colder days, and then I have like that 100 weight for a little bit um, warmer days. The Nerona one is so comfortable though. I love it, um, and I, I like the the sleeves on it on the Nerona one are a little bit more compressed for the last like five inches of the sleeve and so putting gloves on and and having multiple layers there it just integrates really really well with gloves and a jacket so i like that that's what i wear up top um most most holidays when it gets warm holidays (laughs) most holidays most all the days of the year um in the spring i i'll i have like a just a grid fleece that I'll wear instead of the Alpha Direct, just because the Alpha Direct does get pretty dang warm. Um, and I really like having a hard shell, like top. I yeah. don't love skiing in soft shells or anything like that. So, and then down, down under, um, down under. icebreaker leggings and just do you know a shell. What, do you know what? Is it like two sixty? It's a hundred weight. Hundred weight. Yeah. Yeah, pretty thin. I've I don't usually get cold. Like on my legs, so I usually just take a hundred. My butt weight. still gets. Cold. I must have just it might cold be butt. like I don't know. Might be like one fifty weight. So I was just looking at the icebreaker weights. Uh, two sixty is their heavy weight. Two hundred is kind of their normal, and then one fifty. Okay, is their so that's one fifty then. Um, and I got the one fifty for touring, um, and I've just ended up using it as my resort stuff. And, and what does kind of that Rav uh, insulated piece use for their? It's Polar Tech. It's Polar Tech. The Alpha membrane. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. I have on order because um, I had a a deal a deal. So this will be good for down the line. But the it's made by Black Diamond. The First Light stretch hoodie. Okay. Yeah. And um and they use Primaloft Silver insulation active. And I'm curious how that would compare. 
if it, or maybe it doesn't compare at all, but that's sort of a similar garment yeah. purpose, you mm-hmm. know? Um, yeah. And so, but I don't have that rab piece and I, and I want it, but I, I did have an opportunity to get something from this company that's, so we'll see how this BD one turns out. But mm-hmm. I, that, to me, yeah, I'm like, ooh, that's a great, that sounds great, but I wonder if I get too hot in that. Yeah, it it's warm. It definitely is warm. But on like really cold days, if I know I'm going to be lapping John Paul, I don't have to change my layering system at all. It's going to keep me really, really warmer. We had, I've been doing a couple of night skiing days before I got the surgery up at Powder. Well, and there yeah. was days that it was. Night skiing's different, yeah. It was negative yeah. and super cold up there. That's true. But I still kept the same system and I was warm. I didn't have to change anything. You should mention, I've been talking about like day skiing at most of the time at gondola weather. And, mm-hmm. But. Um, and here's the crazy thing though. I always, always, I am, I have three or four other jackets in my car, like in the bag in my car it's true. and I'm sitting there at my truck and I, it's like, okay, I just have this base layer and this vest on and I'm freezing and I've got to take the freaking truck or hike all the way. Cause you know, I'm always in the worst parking and, and I'm like, I am going to freeze today. And then, and I'm like, nope, I got to be strong willed. And just put the shell on and go, and it turns out it's fine. Like you're, yeah. al- I'm always freezing in the parking lot, and then it turns out I'm fine. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> and I, I also, I do wear a buff, like Brandon mentioned. I, I think it's super comfortable. Yeah, and it also helps to tame the hair, so it's you not just everywhere. Um, I like that. It's just like a neck gaiter type thing that also comes up, and I can wear it underneath the helmet i don't wear a beanie or anything underneath my helmet so it's acts as my beanie and everything yeah i don't wear a beanie either i just wear a helmet i cannot find this is uh the next episode (laughs) earphones for a helmet that are worth a darn i had some in-ear buds and this guy on the gondola i was talking to this group on the gondola and they were like oh man i was Seeking to bring my ear in earbuds. I'm all don't. Pro <laughs> tip. Smash. I tried it. No, but when you put your helmet on, the button on the in earbuds it kept like pushing the button, and so it would turn them off or one off and one <laughs> on. And I'm like, this is not working at all. So I had to take the helmet off, take the in earbuds out, and I told this kid that he's always like, no man, my my button is on. It would, it would have done the same thing. So yeah. depending on where your inner bud button is or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So I haven't, uh, they make some, but they're like off brands. Like how come Skull Candy or somebody doesn't make a Skull Candy used one? to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've had a couple of pairs from Skull Candy um, that I liked, but I know like Smith's helmets now have them. So you can put earbuds in the actual pads, right. not like in your, in your ear. And um, they, and they sell the, the inserts mm-hmm. separately, but but Smith sells them, and I does Skull Candy still thought, make those? I thought Skull Candy they used to at least a few years ago they used to make them. I think well, they that's what I mean. Did. The Smith helmet that I have has like the padding where the, and the little ear holes and stuff, and you're supposed to put your speed. Well, I mean, I have like an iPhone headphones, you know, not yeah. the not the earbuds, but the yeah, and and uh, and they're in there, but it's not very loud because they'll get twisted and turn and shoot down or shoot mm. the opposite direction. I'm yeah. like, this is a bunch of crap. I, I know. Outdoor Tech also makes them. Uh, yeah, which is like not bows, yeah, or not Beats, and <laughs> not you know these brands that I'm, make really good true. headphones. They're probably Bose is probably like that's eh, too small of a market. Too small of a market. Yeah, <laughs> they maybe. don't want to get into that. 
Um, this is important when dressing for snow for skiing and snow. It is. Way, it your is. Headphones. I actually don't ski to music, so I don't oh, really. Yeah, I love it. I it's never super loud, but it does. And I but I also go by myself a lot. And I, that's the thing. If yeah. I'm if I'm gonna go up, and I know I'm by myself all day. I'll take music because mm-hmm. it's nice to cruise to something. But if I'm gonna be with people, I drives me crazy. I, I'm always pausing it and playing it. And what mm. what'd you say? Yeah. Huh? And I just. I, I don't like dealing with it, but um, on those few Alexa, days I do. <laughs> pause Spotify. Pause, and then they're like, what do you say? I'm not Alexa. You're like, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just looking on the Smith's website. So Outdoor Tech uh, makes the inserts for mm-hmm. the Because I the think helmets. Smith used to be partnered with Skull Candy years ago, but it looks like yeah. Outdoor yeah. Tech's kind of yeah. taking over that area. Okay, and then finally, um, I snowboard, so I don't typically, I don't wear ski socks. I just use, like, uh, uh, darn tough merino wool hiker socks. Right. Um, we sell ski socks in our store, and we apparently were sold out of... And we're uh, back in stock. They came in yesterday. Okay, good. Um, but the, I've tried thin, using the thin ski socks as a snowboarding, and I just don't. They're too long. They go too far up my shin, and... <laughs> They're too tight, you know. Um, but as far as skiers go, I'm assuming that's what you wear. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, I wear like the thinnest performance sock I can get. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I I do too. Although one of my one of my favorite socks, ski socks of all time, was a Smartwool sock that had extra padding on my shin, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed those. They were thin around my foot, but they had some extra padding on the shin, and I like that. Yeah. Uh, now I have some icebreaker socks that are similar. They've got extra padding on the shin, but they also have extra padding around the foot, and I wish it was thinner mm. around the foot. Yeah. And I've got a couple pair of darn tough socks that are ultra, ultra light um, ski socks, and I probably prefer those uh, as far as around my foot because I feel like I get a better fit in my boot. I can, I can, uh, yeah, I. I've noticed that with a a padded sock, uh, the boots feel real tight. But then over over the day, the course of the day, they kind of loosen up a little bit. And with a thinner sock, I don't know. I feel like I just get a more secure fit. Yeah. But I do I do like to have some padding on the shin. So um, I think everyone's different. I know a lot of people that ski mostly in alpine boots will just prefer a thin sock. Um, because I've got touring boots, I. Um, I feel like my touring boots aren't quite as supportive, especially on the downhill, and I get more shin shin bang. Yeah. And so, uh, having a little extra padding is a little more comfortable for me. So I, I do got, like a padded sock in my touring boots. Have you heard of the the new LeBent LeSend socks, the Cody Townsend socks? LeSend. No. Yeah. Called LeSend because they're what? Cody Townsends, but it's LeBent, um, and they designed the socks specifically for touring. So, and huh. it's not. Part of it, I think, is marketing, right? Sure. We have a we have a touring sock, but they've got um, like a silicone bead up top, and then some silicone in the heel, oh, so, so that you don't get as much slippage. Yeah, and well, they've got they've got extra padding in the shin and some padding right around the forefoot, um, around the toes. Huh. They're super comfy. Yeah. Um, they got some good compression in the ankle. Um, I I got them, and I've only done one day of touring, and I'm gonna done four or five days in them is just like alpine skiing i really like them i think they're really really comfortable but i kind of agree i i like the thinnest sock i can get but it's nice to have a little bit of padding on the shin 
So yeah, and I I think particularly in a touring boot. So I wore a normal Alpine boot for the first time in maybe ten years. <laughs> uh, uh, just right after Christmas, my family and I went up to Beaver Mountain up in, the, in Logan Canyon, and um, so I was skiing with my with my kids. And since we were riding lifts, I borrowed my normal Alpine gear from my father-in-law, and um, so I was wearing some head ski boots, some normal Alpine ski boots for the first time in a while. And there's just, they're so, it feels like riding in a luxury car. Like <laughs> there's so much padding. It's so cush, like foot slid right in. So comfortable compared to like the ultralight touring, touring boots that I'm used to. Yeah. And so I could get away with a much thinner sock without any issues. But when you get into a, a particularly a real lightweight touring boot, where they're trying to save weight everywhere, including the liner. Um, I like the, just a little bit extra padding. But so base layers matter. Um, a good mid mid layer, and then a shell. Yeah. Now there's a lot of people out there that, like, I know people who would rather be on the too warm side yeah. than slightly chilled, and so they'd rather sweat a little bit than be just a touch on the chilled side. I'm the opposite. I I'd almost rather be slightly chilled on the lift to be comfortable the rest of the time and not sweat. Um, but for those people who would just rather be just slightly warmer, consider like a down vest or a synthetic vest instead of a full-on jacket mm -hmm. and just see how that feels. Uh, consider your layers. I, I Most of my layers have hoods, and I like that for everyday use and for climbing and for other things, but for skiing... Those hoods can get in the way. And yeah. so I generally, um, some of the layers that I wear skiing still have hoods, but I kind of prefer layers that don't have hoods, especially when I'm wearing a ski helmet. And so that's something to consider. Um, but consider if you're, um, if you're, you want to be a little bit warmer, but you don't want to be too bulky, consider going with maybe synthetic layers instead of down. Um, they they'll be a little thinner or maybe like a synthetic vest consider vests instead of full-on jackets because really most people's arms don't get that cold it's the core that needs to stay warm um and yeah i don't know just just test it out try it out maybe maybe for the first few hours of the day dress a little lighter than you think you're going to need and see how it goes and if you get cold then you can always go add a layer um I just, I think, I know my wife's this way. Um, I know a lot of people that are this way. They just, they get scared about how cold it might be and then overdress and then end up being bulky and and almost, I don't know, for me, I get claustrophobic almost when I've got so many layers on. And um, and then if I'm trying to find something, I've got like four layers to dig through and <laughs> everything. It's such a uh, pain. That is a, another pro tip, though, is put your wallet in the same pocket every time. Put your keys in the same pocket every time. Like, put I put chopstick in the same pocket every time. They're all different pockets, but I put them in the same pocket every time. Zip up your keys. Zip up your wallet. Yeah. Don't lose that stuff, <laughs> and you should be all right. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, anything else? Mittens or gloves? Both. 
depends, uh, depends on the day. But I really like mittens with the separators. The I switched to mittens uh, last yeah. year, and I love it. Yeah. Kinda, I hate the lack of dexterity. Still not over that, but the warmth is, is so great. Yeah, mittens in a gondola or in a resort with gondola. Gloves, and this seems counterintuitive. Gloves for me, uh, if I'm at Powder Mountain on ski lifts all day, and gloves or mittens, but I really like mittens if I'm at Snow Basin riding gondolas. Or do you take them off in the gondola? Because I can take them off yeah. in the gondola, yeah. Yeah. and so I can I can use my yeah. stuff or whatever. But if I'm on a ski lift, I don't want to take off my gloves for fear of dropping them. Mm-hmm. So I like gloves with better dexterity, so I can still get to my so stuff. So I, I learned yeah. to ski with my uncle, and he uh, was famous for taking his gloves off. Every and, that's the first thing you do. You get on the lift. You know, you put the bar down. You take your gloves off, and you put them under. Put them right underneath his right, thigh, right, his, core, right. His, his hamstring or whatever, and that's where they go. And and he's never dropped them that I know of, but it does. It makes you nervous because like now you're on high alert. The mm-hmm. whole the whole chair right up. Yeah. Like don't drop the gloves. Yeah. yeah, and I'm the same way. I always stick them under my thigh too. But even still, I I worry and. I'd rather not take them off than have to take them off. Yeah, um, but that's so you can get the chapstick out and do the things, you know. Right. Yeah. And and back in the day when like skiing for me was you got to you got first chair, and you got last chair, and you didn't stop in between. Mm-hmm. And so you'd have your pockets full of candy bars and granola bars and other food to get you through the day. And so the lift ride was for eating was for chapstick was for whatever you needed but you didn't stop skiing like it yeah. was as fast from top to bottom as you could get while hitting the coolest terrain and you would just ski as much as you possibly could and so um so yeah i i like gloves because if i was on a ski lift i could still get to my candy bars my whatever else without having to take the gloves off necessarily um gondolas obviously are super nice but yeah cool um do you guys use a face mask? No. I just use a buff, so yes. You do? Yeah. Actually, I use, right now I've been using LeBent 1, LeBent neck sock, and I really like that. Yeah, I, you know, I got some LeBent socks for Christmas. I got some shorty trail runners, and I got some hikers. Mm-hmm. The shorty trail runners must have been mislabeled or something, because they were my size on the package, but my wife's size in reality. So <laughs> she, she got those. <laughs> Uh, but the hikers, oh my gosh, they are so soft. They're awesome. Like huh? I love the darn toughs. I like the icebreakers. Um, darn toughs still probably my number one go-to. They are a little more durable. Darn toughs are. But the labents, like, whenever I go, like I always, I kind of rank my socks based on when all the socks are clean in my sock drawer. Which do I go for first, <laughs> yep. or which ones do I save for the special occasions? And Labent is has become my my favorite sock. I I agree. I get more excited to wear my Labents than anything else. I see them in the laundry basket, all clean. I'm like, yes, boom, boom. it's gonna be a good day today. They're so soft. So Holy soft. cow, they're so soft. They're, Love them. I have. I'll have to get you a pair of their run. I have some of their um, padded running socks that I wore for my ultra. Uh-huh. So comfortable. Yeah, they're they're incredible. I I really like them. But the only complaint I have about their regular ski socks is they slide down do they um not i mean one of the reasons i like merino wool is because i can wear it four or five six days of skiing and not have to wash them but my labents after day one it's like 
the stretch is kind of gone. I can oh, get two yeah. days out of them. Yeah. I have a pair now that I've gotten two or three days out of, but after that, they start to slide down. So. I have some icebreaker ski socks that are like the most hardcore ski socks I've ever seen. But the the um, elastic around the top of the sock, the socks are a little taller than I would like. I almost have to ro- like roll them down. Otherwise, they go clear up to like and mid not kneecap. No, I'm not. And um, so I almost have to roll them down. I, not almost. I do roll them down. But the elastic around the top is so tight that when I'm out skiing, I don't notice it. I don't think about it. But when I go to take them off, it's like, oh, that's a little uncomfortable. And I've got this, like, line around my <laughs> Purple around line. my leg. Yeah, for, for, like, the next 45 minutes or something from the indent from that sock being Gross. so tight. Now, they don't they don't budge. Yeah. But but they are a little too snug, so. Yeah, that makes sense. But anyway. All right, well, we've probably gone over. Hopefully there's some um, some wisdom, some experience in this conversation that can help you in figuring out what your uh, right, uh, the right ski apparel is, what your right system is, so that you can stay comfortable. But uh, consider trimming down your system and seeing if it can improve your day. Because I'll tell you what, um, being overdressed and and claustrophobic and having too much stuff on it really does take away from the enjoyment of the day. So I like to go as as light as possible whenever possible. So, For sure. Same. All righty. Well, thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed it, please uh, click subscribe and also send us a, or leave us a friendly review um, and share with your friends, please. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero, and you can check out our website for uh, ski socks, for hikers, for labent socks, for darn tough socks. We have base layers uh, on sale this week. Oh, way. base layers yeah. are on sale. Sweet. So that includes icebreaker, mm-hmm. free fly, free fly, somebody else. Cool. <laughs> I yeah. <can't> remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Terramar. Terramar, yeah. Oh, Terramar. You know, it was Terramar base layers that I always wore in high school. And the thing I loved about Terramar is you got, like, top quality performance for a third of the price. You remember Hot Chilies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I liked Hot Chilies, but Terramar's Terramar's half the price of Hot Chilies. And and just as good a performance, maybe better. Um, The one thing with Terramar, and I don't know if they fixed it, but the fit was always hit or miss. Mm-hmm on the Terramar stuff where it was always dialed on Arcteryx or Patagonia or or all the other hot chilies even the the fit was dialed Terramar the fit was always a little off but the price was great and the performance was great mm-hmm. so that's what I always skied and I, I still have some Terramar base layers that I really like so those are on sale as well alright well uh, I think that's it right like yeah. us on Facebook and, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode See you out there.